0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of The Chat. I'm your host, Casey Hedgeson, and tonight we have a very special CBS episode to discuss the return of The Bold of the Beautiful and CBS's new deal with the NAACP for diverse content. Before we hop into everything, let's talk to our co-host, Alan, how are you? I
1: do not be dead. So that's good. My haters haven't gotten little wish yet.
0: <laughs> and Tiggs, how are you? I'm doing amazing, Casey. Oh, I'm so glad to hear it. <laughs> and that beautiful man with the black glasses, Rodrigo. How are you? In the
2: words of Olivia from the Cosby Show, I'm still alive. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: And then the always gorgeous beyond words, Erica Kane of this podcast on Twitter and Nelson Branco's wife, Dee, how are you? I'm feeling
3: bold, black, and beautiful, baby.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, speaking of bold, black, and beautiful, the bold and the beautiful has recast the role of Zende Dominguez Forrester. <laughs> with uh, De Metz. Um, the role was previously held by Emmy winner uh, Rome Flynn, who went on to star in the last season of How to Get Away with Murder. Um, so Dee, let's talk to you about this first. How do you feel about the recast as a day? And um, do you think there will be actual story for this character?
3: Um, I... I'm a little ambivalent. I mean, on the one hand, it's always wonderful to see um, a Forester on the screen because you know we don't have very many of those left. Um, then we got a Black Forester on the screen, yes. But then on the uh. other hand, if he's on the screen, are you actually going to have him on a in a legit storyline? A and B is he going to be on that bullshit he was on before he left the forest? So you know, <laughs> sorry. I said I was going to stop cursing. I got yelled at for the amount of F-bombs that I dropped. But you know what? I get really excited when it comes down to the ball and the beautiful. (laughs) But I mean, like, seriously, though, if you're going to bring him back, you better bring him back with a good storyline because, you know, there's not a lot of Black people on here. Uh, The Avants are gone. Hopefully they will correct that because that was stupid. Um, Yes, I said it, and I don't care, Mm -hmm. Brad. I love you, but it is what it is. I mean, I'm glad to see some diversity on here. You know, I'm glad to see. And he he is not hard on the eye. So good job with that casting. But I'm really more interested in seeing what kind of story they come up with for him. Or if it's just a, oh, let's go. Let's put a token black person on this show again. So that's what I'm excited about. I want to see what they do
4: with it.
0: So, um, Rodrigo, many people were, um, well, many people are hoping that this will bring back other beloved uh, Black characters on the B&B canvas, such as Maya or Nicole um, or Sasha um, or Julius or Vivian. So what do you think? Do you think we could see other recasts or even those great other actors pop up?
2: Well, first and foremost, Brad better be shoring up for something big because it's good that you brought back Zenday. I've always liked that character, the connection to the Forcer clan. Um, Rome Flynn did a great job with that character. But if you're going to bring back Zenday, please don't have him come back and say that him and Nicole divorced over something stupid off screen. 'Cause Brad's known for that dumb shit is off screen mm. off screen mm-hmm. marriage breakups.
1: Mm-hmm. He loves um, his off screen
2: breakups. So my thing is I think I'm bring back for this, like where are, are they gonna place him in? Because Liam's got the young <laughs> he's got the young uh story lined yeah. up with Steffi and Leah with Steffi and Hope and uh Wyatt and Uh, isn't they going to be in part of that group or are they going to bring back Cole are they going to bring like it's great that bring him back but Brad do you have a story in mind for him or Michelle does Michelle have something in in mind for Zenday coming back so there's a lot of things you can do with this maybe this is part of CBS's new diversity I guess is to like get these shows especially Bold and Beautiful Because their history with black characters is just just atrocious.
0: Um,
2: (laughs) Their history with any race,
0: let's be clear. Do we all remember that that Claudia Cortez storyline? I mean, their history with any race (laughs) besides white. (laughs) uh, Besides the Avon storyline,
2: Bowling Beautiful has never done anything with diversity on their show, Really? They've tried it. I mean, with Lorenzo Llamas was on there. Oh, and then, uh, no. that whole story. And okay, like you mentioned, Claudia Cortez. But well, that ended up being some whack, like, immigrant story that went left. And <laughs> we never saw Claudia Cortez again.
0: He's uh, in the basement, so, remember? <laughs> so uh, She down there with Thorne. Yeah. <laughs> the real yeah. Thorne, let me be clear. No, you know what? She's down there with all... Fifteen thorns.
2: <laughs> all the sweatshop workers are on that side. Exactly. Those.
4: I'm glad you said it not me because I know no. they have a sweatshop going I on up underneath Forrester. That's yes.
3: What
4: all the thorn, thorn is really doing in the barrel
2: the room. That's where all the real designs are done. Is the sweatshop down in Forrester? Yes. Crazy <laughs> In the basement. Um. But I mean, I mean, well, I'm excited. about I mean, I guess I, I just don't have any faith. But as long as Michelle Valjean is on that writing set, at least there'll be something uh, decent, maybe, or I don't know, but we'll see what happens. We're hoping she rises to the challenge. And I say say hopefully,
0: though, because, you know, Patrick Mulcahy, um, who is speaking out about his history, you know, he said that his script... and. I'll say allegedly, you know, just to cover us because, you know, I'm still scared Peter Bergman may send a cease and desist or something for mentioning Kebo. But, uh, you know, Patrick said his script was torn apart by Brad and CBS when they came to discuss um, Julius's backstory um, and how Patrick wanted this very hard-driven, you know, show his conservative values and it was torn apart. Um, And they went with something completely different. Um, so, I mean, you know, if Michelle is handling a Zenday storyline, is it going to be showing, you know, is it going to m- somehow make an impact? Because you can't, especially with everything going right now, it's almost Bold and Beautiful's duty to craft a storyline that's meaningful. You know, it doesn't have to be PSA, it just has to be real life. And it's not hard to do. Now, um... Tiggs, I wanted to go to you. Uh, Bold and Beautiful also cast the role of uh, Jennifer Vin- Finnegan, um, excuse me, John Finnegan, um, and, <laughs> and <laughs> that You're role.
3: shady was- now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Tanner Novlan uh, will be playing that role and will be involved in a story with Steffi. Um, so, Tiggs, talk to us about your reaction to this new man on the canvas. If Brad is willing to commit to it, it's all
4: fine and dangerous. Like one of our one of the biggest drawbacks of Liam Hope and Seven is not written well. I'm surprised CBS hasn't gotten in his ass years ago about this. Like that was one of the reasons we love Thorne, Child, Brooke, Ridge, and Taylor because it, 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 the writing was good, and Taylor and Brooke were allowed to be with other men besides Rich. Like, you know, I'm all for this. Let Liam, let Hope have that motherfucker. Let her have him for a year or two. And let Steffi, because that's the thing with Liam and Steffi. To me, the way Steffi's character is, I, I just don't see herself doing the shit she done did for wimpy-ass, mopey-dopey-ass Liam. I do no. I don't care if he is walking around with 10 inches. I don't give a damn. He got twelve.
3: He is king slinging.
4: What are you talking about? I, I, I just, he has I, to I, have I, twelve for you to act. He think, just, you you know, get, like,
0: says, "What are you talking about? What are you talking about? You know." It, it, it's just, you. I, I don't
4: understand it. Like I, I'm all for it. Steffi needs a new man. She needs some new dick. And he's
0: sexy, isn't he? My goodness, she both needs, of these
4: men are just. Ooh. She needs somebody that's gonna be down for her and ain't trying to like screw her stepsister on the weekends. So. <laughs> But
0: and let's, see if, if, let's see if going will follow through. So, um, Alan, um, I definitely want your opinion on um, Tanner Noveling coming on. But also, um, you know, many people are craving for other characters from the past to be brought back. I know the discussion of Zenday being recast has brought um, up the character Kristen Forrester, um, his adoptive mother. So, what, is there a character you're dying to have back, and what do you make of the new casting news?
1: I'm pleasantly surprised by the new ha- casting news. I'm happy to recast day, even though I expected to be gone in a year when Brad Bell's back on his coked-out five-year-old attention span bullshit, which is his normal setting, because how many <laughs> daytime actions has Brad gone through and freaking gone in a year or under? He does it all the time. Yeah, I'm hopeful that Stephanie will be with this new doctor for a good amount of time, but probably six months from now, it's going to be Hope and freaking Stephanie arm wrestling over William's dick again. We all know what's going to happen. Brad will be back in the bullshit again. And I want Maya back. I want her, to be, I want her back over Rick ReCast because I doubt we're going to bring Jacob Young back because I think he burnt that bridge. I I don't I don't really care about support support. She's boring. Sorry, I don't care about her.
2: <laughs> I Amber, I need Amber to
0: Amber come back. I yeah, and yeah. My love her back. Yeah. She wants to come back. She wants to. Like,
2: oh my god, her. Adrian France, Adrian France, Bruh, back can, on you this show.
3: can you imagine? Can you imagine her scuffling Ooh. with Hope over Liam? Can you this her going up against Annika over Liam? Well, so, I mean, like, the my dream hand.
0: story was, and you know, Amber Thomas be... to, like, get back at everybody, you know, and I especially wanted this after Brooke pushed him off the cliff, you know, like, to reveal that he's married to Amber now and they have this big plan to take down Forrester Creations and overthrow it and, like, get revenge on Brooke and everything. And, because, you know, it wasn't too long ago when Amber tried to kill Hope. <laughs> so,
2: yeah. Come through, girl. Come through. I want oh. Amber versus Amber versus Brooke. Amber oh, Brooke. that would be. That's the so true good. story. Amber, yes. has ne- yes. Amber has never been scared of no damn Brooke. No, Brooke
0: and, was always like, "What are you <laughs> doing with my son?" And Amber was like, "Well, Mrs. Forrester." Well, Brooke, her.
2: well, Brooke, you're the dumb one that gonna, you're gonna have Amber babysitting your teenage son and she's only a couple of years Who old. Who looks that like a, a fucking underwear son. model? Like I,
0: I did not blame Amber for being like, "Let me pop that cherry, I'll, Rick." Like I always thought
3: that's that set up. Brooke deserved Amber. what she got.
2: Oh, she everything she everything got. That setup was so stupid. I never, I hated that setup with Amber and Rick. But it got Amber in that Forrester uh, orbit, which (laughs) has been memorable for years. But the setup was wonky because Rick did not need a babysitter at 16, 17 years old. Rick was, no, (laughs) 16,
0: 17 is what he was on the show. He was like 25 years old. I mean, (laughs) he looked like a full growing man by the time Amber came. Amber looked like the child. (laughs) Right. (sighs) This would be the um, perfect
4: time to
3: bring back Amber. Like I would yes, even have her come back.
0: Her her. The show.
2: Bring back Amber and a trashy mama. Woo! And then everything's oh, oh, available. Bring uh, back uh, trashy uh,
4: Tani. Try to take, take Eric away from um Quinn. Oh, uh, come on uh, now. See, see, that's why like yeah Shauna and that damn flow, they ain't number to broke down ass Tani and Amber. And they really like are. A, they are. Like They're like really the store go... brand version. They are the exactly. store brand version. But
0: but yeah, I, really have Denise Richards, I will say. They, you they, know, they are the Richards equate
4: version. version. They are equate
0: and.
2: Awesome.
3: You know, I actually, <laughs> I'm probably one of the few people that actually likes Denise Richards' character. I do. I, do too. <laughs> I don't Shana. care. No, I know. I like because so yeah. I just Shana don't like the amazing. daughter. I am not with the daughter, though. Like I was
0: originally.
4: Flo could disappear off the set and I wouldn't even care. I wouldn't yeah. even notice. I, I, I don't, really I, Shana. I want Shana to take Ridge from Brooke. She's the only person this
0: Ridge got chemistry with? Well, well, let's hop into that because you know, The Bold and the Beautiful airs its first episode uh, back July 20th. Um, and Ooh. Deadline managed to get an exclusive um, info pack about it. So Um, The episode will explore the latest drama surrounding the Forrester family. Katie will fill in Carter on how Quinn sabotaged Brooke and Ridge's reunion party. Then Zoe and Carter will discuss her whirlwind romance with Thomas, how he was exposed for his manipulations and lies at their wedding, and how Hope and Liam were able to overcome everything and reunite. Finally, Zoe and Carter learn about Sally's illness and what Wyatt and Flo did when they found out. So I have to say, I like the info of this episode. I think it's a very strong episode back, and that's because it needs to be a recap episode. You know, it needs to be an episode that summarizes points but also moves the story forward. Now, um, of course, we know uh, flow will be chained to a radiator or an air vent or, you know, the blinds in my bedroom, whatever. and. Shauna and Ridge got married. So let's break down the story returns to the Bold and the Beautiful. Rodrigo, we'll start with you first. What do you think of the info for the return episode on July the 20th?
2: I think it's funny that Carter is like the talk to. <laughs>
4: NAACP <laughs> oh, said we inked that deal, bitch. <laughs> is
2: that is that part of the is that part of the diversity plan too?
3: That's been uh, Carter's. That's been Carter's role, like virtually this whole show. What are y'all talking about? This episode
2: count's about to go up. <laughs> Mister Talk to, I'm gonna talk to Bill. I'm gonna talk to So and So, but okay whatever
0: um Unless justin isn't there if they go over aaron d spears guarantee of like 25 episodes <laughs> oh
2: aaron d spears wants a storyline i know i know that for a And he's saying that all over twitter but um i mean the recap sounds okay yeah you do have to do a recap keep people up to speed of what happened because i don't remember the last episode of the boat um so I'm looking forward to Sean and Ridge. I think that's a nice little, uh, nice little twist over there. Um, I saw Steffi in some asthma suit. I don't know what that's about. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, is
0: she
2: a <laughs> <pet> again? Like, <laughs> what is she doing? <laughs> so I don't know what that's about. That's like a little joke. I don't know what that is, but
0: I'm ready to hear um, like Mother's Plea. Like,
2: I'm looking forward to Flo being chained up. Just keep her there. Don't even let her out. I'm team I'm a team um Sally on that. Um, so it looks okay. I mean, it doesn't sound exciting, but I'm just happy the show's back on the air. Me too. And they're back to filming and I just can't wait to see what the new filming style is gonna look like. Um, I guess I think I saw on Twitter that whatever the production style of Bold's post COVID production style is what maybe what the future of soaps will look like so I am looking forward to it and we'll see what happens
0: well and you know truly all eyes are going to be on them I mean they're going to be the show that you know production companies are going to look at to see if their model was successful Um, and of course Heather Tom visited the talk today um, to speak about that um, and she said that two, two sirens going by. see, what did you do? Uh, well, I'm
3: topless now, so maybe that has something to do. I'm just kidding, I'm
0: not. Oh, my God. Don't <laughs> um, fall again. So, yeah, and, you know, on uh, this show, we don't ignore a damn thing. Uh, so, anyway, Heather Tom was, um, on the talk today, and she said... I wasn't nervous. I felt like they had us very well taken care of. I knew it was going to be a bit of a learning curve, just because there are many protocols that we are following. Brad Bell and the entire production staff had to pay close attention to state regulations and county regulations and city regulations. I think that we are going to set an example for other shows. We have zones. We have a COVID coordinator on the set, um, and also it's been revealed that they're, of course, going to film outside more. So. Alan, what do you think from a production standpoint? Of one, the cast being safe, and two, having to film outdoors more. And do you think it's going to look good, like it's always been for Bold?
1: Depends if it, if the production looks right, and you can edit little closer together. That will help. And I think filming outside is great. I think more soap should do at least you just go. Fucking straight up guiding light, bald, sweat, New Jersey style out in the field if they have to. If they have to go in the field, I'm fine with it. I will take it. I just want it, that is be safe. I want my stories. That's all I want. Well, you know, I think,
0: you know, this really does work to Bold's advantage because, you know, they are set where they film and they can use all those beautiful locations around them to their advantage. So they don't have to worry when Hope and Liam are at a park if a palm tree shows up. You know, they can really use all of that to their advantage. Um, So Dee, what do you think about the show returning from a production standpoint? And also, what do you think about uh, the information for the first episode back?
3: Brad is actually smart with this because as soon as they got the go-ahead to start filming, he had those people ready to go. They started filming. They film in Los Angeles. They film in these houses. We're already used to, well, depending on how long you've been watching The Bold and Beautiful, uh, we're used to people being outside by the pool. Steffi and Liam had a whole thing out by the pool. They had a whole thing by the fountain. And then they went and, you know, Steffi got her, her, her back split (laughs) right there where hope and liam live at now so we're used to the outdoor stuff so i feel like they can use that to their advantage um i'm with Alan. you can shoot in a field i just want my people safe i don't want anything to happen to them more than oh i want to watch my stories i want the actors that I know and love to be safe so I know there's people that are like who cares about COVID you need to be filming no you need to shut up because if the situation was reversed and it was you you wouldn't be telling your boss oh I don't care there's a disease out here I'm gonna no, no you wouldn't be doing that as far as as the press release and all the stuff that came out from TV line like real talk they could have just started a brand new storyline from scratch, and I would have been okay with it because I didn't like how any of the, the direction any of the storylines were going in. So, I'm, I mean, i would be honest to Throw away the it,
0: story from you know the whole like two years and just, just say okay.
3: Yeah. Or they could have they could have they could have fast forwarded a whole year from there. We would and, and hopefully you know. You know Zenday on his way back into town hit flow and she died and we could start from there. You know
0: what yeah. about.
3: Um, I mean, that's just I mean, the
0: executive producer.
3: <laughs> no, I'm just looking at it. I'm just looking at it like um, the Forsters and driving has never really been a real good. You know, whatever. Um, um, rest in peace, Emma um oh what happened to macy uh, just think about it i mean like <laughs> oh, none of them should be allowed to drive oh my god darla. darla none of none of them should be allowed to drive let's keep it legit here but i'm just saying like I, I i remember what happened on the last episodes the last few episodes the only thing i was excited about was when dr penny whacked flow upside the head <laughs> yes, i was hollering and screaming that was the best part of the last month of Bold yeah. the Beautiful, I'm gonna be real honest about that. So just give Steffi a man, not that she needs a man, but everybody else is getting their back blown out. She needs to get hers blown out too. I'm I am so down with that, and just don't let this dude be a Spencer in any way, shape, or form. And I'm happy at this point, Steffi fans. We our, our standards are real low because we didn't have to put up for, with Liam for how long. And keep in mind, I used to be an OG Steffy fan, so don't even get on you today. But I just feel like with the storylines and the things that were going, they could have fast-forwarded through all of that stuff. I'm glad that they have that they're having uh the lovely wait a minute. Does Katie still have her spleen? I'm thinking about body parts. Does she still <laughs> have <to lose?
0: laughs> does Katie still have her legs?
1: You know, I'm worried that <laughs> we don't even know what she's She got brain. she still has her liver. She has okay. a bunch of parts left. I'm
3: just I'm I'm just checking to see what Katie still has left. Does she still have a spleen? Because we already know. Katie is gonna lose a body part or need a body part a and then clean. and then you already know Brooke gonna cheat with Katie's husband because that's what happens bitch. you know it's whatever but I'm just saying you know, as long as Katie yeah. can keep all her body parts in you know, and stop looking like Dr. Frankenstein you know or whatever I'm fine with it I'm like just tell the story and make it a good one that's all I, my standards are low just give me a good story just a good just a good one
0: now Tiggs, um, with you, I want to talk about the love scenes that are going to come up on Bold and Beautiful. Uh, Brad, <laughs> D damn it. Um, Brad released um, some statements about it, and he said, At first, we took out the love scenes, and the show was falling a little flat because we're all about romance and family interactions. One of the first ideas we had was to bring in mannequins for the intimate scenes and hospital scenes, and it's working quite well. We're shooting from a great distance, or in a way, you can't see the form is um, intimate. Um, and then he talked about his actors, um, and he said we have a lot of we have a lot of strange questions, um, and looks. Uh, do you really want to do this? But everyone is game. They are getting their first latex kiss. Now. I have been watching, uh, during quarantine, I watched a lot of the doctors uh, from the late 60s and early 70s. And, of course, they didn't do love scenes then um, for that show. Um, They may do a kiss once in a while, but very rarely. But the story was so engaging and strong that you didn't need it. So, Tiggs, do you think that him saying we had to put them in is a huge cop-out? to not write story?
4: Yes. It is. But also, I mean, love in the afternoon. I mean, that's what fans want. I mean, me personally, I don't give a damn about love scenes no more. (laughs) I I don't care about that no more. I mean, it's cute, whatever, whatever, but I don't care about that. But the majority is so fancy. So they need to do something. And, yeah, we all know Brad Bell. Yeah, we will going to get some engagement resort for about six goddamn weeks. going to go back
0: to that campy bullshit. I thought he was going to say six minutes. <laughs> well, it feels like <laughs> fucking six minutes. I mean, Sheila, you know, is she, like, still serving breadsticks? Like, is she okay? Like, is she dead again? She, is she, she, you know, Phyllis, she, with. is our now? She is still
2: working at broto two cheese. I don't know why... You He's still working out I mean,
0: you, you
2: bring know. back a Kimberlyn Brown to serve French fries. DBS
4: need a ass. Work. Like, that was <laughs> such a wasted opportunity. That was one time. Joe McDaniel should have brought in Brad and whoever the hell's writing wine. Oh oh, I can
0: And said we're gonna a right. big
4: ass crossover event. Sheila's back. Work it out. But nope. it you know, good. I have to say
0: you know despite all his faults and despite all i didn't like about him i feel like if mal would have brought that character back it would have been a hell of a lot more engaging yeah yes mal, mal Sheila very- would
3: have mowed down all of the rose Islands. what are you talking about <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: shealy would have been a mass murderer that only targeted hispanics and i'm not saying this because of you know kimberly brown's um, political beliefs i'm just saying you know it is what she it would is. Have
0: seen, you know, she would
3: have taken out all the Black people. She would have been trying to target all the Black people the, around people.
0: At Whole Foods, and Lola would have accidentally drop an all. avocado, and she would have ran down Lola. She was like, you pick up that avocado right now,
3: bitch. She would have took her out with that basket. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, so anyway, let's uh, now talk about B&B having two weeks' worth of episodes. And um another shutdown coming to parts of California. So um, I was discussing this with a friend and she had this idea, why don't they continue to air classics Monday through Thursday and then do an episode on a Friday? And that way you have 10 weeks worth of episodes that they're safe. So if they do have to stop production again, they have something to hang on to for a bit. So Alan, do you think they should just go ahead, air the two weeks, what have you, or do you think they should split it up?
1: I thought they should have waited longer to bank up the new episodes because I know the shutdown is probably imminent, but I understand they are desperate to get viewers back because months of reruns erodes viewership and viewer loyalty, so they want to hit the ground running and have episodes back on the air so they get viewers back. I understand that, but I think they should bank those episodes up because Another shutdown is coming. cases in California are way up. They're going to shut that reduction down soon. I guarantee it.
0: Now, Rodrigo, do you think, you know, this reminded me a lot of Prospect Park in a way where they felt they had to get a date out when they really didn't need to. You know, like with Prospect Park said, all my children's going to end on a Friday and that Monday, we're picking it up. So do you think they're just getting ahead of themselves too much and they should've banked a little bit more? Uh
2: I don't fault Brad and Company for hitting the ground running as soon as they were told they could shoot because 'Cause he's been prepared to shoot because you can see how he filmed all that shit so quick as you know, so you know, when he was allowed to be in there. So they might have to maybe change their production model, maybe shoot as many episodes as they can under the law, under the new laws, and just whatever, shoot whatever you can, get them on the air, and you still have backups with the reruns, because for a show that's been on the air for 30-plus years, reruns should be your backup anyways. So... Uh, is it going to erode viewers? Yes, because, you know, not a lot of viewers are going to tune in to repeats, but you have something to fall back on. And maybe sprinkling some new episodes in between. will get viewers back into watching again. Um, but I just think they should just film as much as they can and just deal with it afterwards. I mean, Brad seems to have a plan of what he wants to do in the future. Uh, he's got a strict production model. He's got a strict team on that set. Uh, I don't think it's going to affect it if they shut down again. I think he'll have enough episodes to air maybe a month's worth of episodes again and then get back to the repeats. And then when they open back up again, you will have a plan again. So I'll take what I can at this point. I don't mind the repeats either because they've been picking some good ones. Um, So we just have to wait and see. I mean, the fact that he's gotten two weeks already—that's that's that's amazing, right there. It's
0: it's great. I mean, he they really hit the ground running, which I have to commend them for because with all those protocols, I mean, that was not an easy thing to do, and it's fantastic. Um, But Tiggs, let's say that the imminent pause comes soon because it, it's going to, obviously. But what happens when you show two weeks of episodes and you take a pause once again for however long? Where do you pick up the story? Where do you go from there after having just aired new content?
4: Like I said on Twitter, with bold being only a 30-minute show, we're going to go ahead and adopt that day as model. They need to be doing 10 goddamn episodes a week and do as much as they can for as long as they can. That's what they need to do. Like it, it takes nothing. Like when it comes to editing and shooting around stuff and putting scenes together, just shoot as much as you can. That's all they can do because just two weeks worth of episodes and then be back and repeats. And then Monday through Thursday repeats and the new episode on Friday, child uh-uh. gone. <laughs> the hell? No, like, no. They shoot Tuesday through Friday, so they need to be in that motherfucker mass producing, goddammit. Uh uh. I don't care if they ad lib. We ain't got no scripts, that's fine. Jack, get over there. <laughs> Can go you imagine? There. Just start talking shit. I don't know, girl. I like you on the phone with Taylor? Just talk some shit. We'll shoot the scene. Got the clip. Scott, go over there with Anna. Oh, we'll stay six feet apart, goddammit. Have a conversation over the counter. Talk about. Teletubbies, goddamn and I don't care. We're gonna shoot some goddamn, we're gonna have two months worth of episode in the least. Take your ass up. Go over there. Go over there. Get a man? Go over there. Do whatever they need to do.
2: And they could incorporate technology too. We got Zoom, we got all this technology where they can use it to shoot some scenes. Oh, <laughs> they, awesome. um, they did it yeah, before.
3: They did it before when Steffi was yeah. in Paris. Yeah, like we, yes. we, we we saw that. So I'm like, it's entirely possible to do it's it. It's possible. And I mean, there's
0: CGI. You know, you look at um, Grey's Anatomy, you know, when Meredith saw the ghost in one season, 14 episode, you know, they didn't bring all those actors back. They just digitally edited them in and it looked like they were all back. Um, so, I mean, you can, especially now, you can do so much to make a complete show look like a show. Um, now let's talk, um, and Dee, we'll go to you on this first, uh, CBS's new deal with the NAACP um, to stronghead um, and inject diversity um, into, in my opinion, what has always been one of the most conservative networks. Um, and. That's code for white, just in case some of you don't know. Um, I can't remember unless you were the Young and the Restless. I didn't see no Black people on CBS. (laughs) Um, So anyway, they are spearheading uh, scripted, unscripted, and documentary content um, for this network. And they also just they want really everybody to join in. They want Native American um, producers to come in. They want uh, Black producers to come in, Um, Asian producers to come in. They want everybody to spearhead this. And also, they're planning to do that with a start off point of 25% of their network. So Dee, what do you think this means for CBS's future? And what do you think this means for the future of Stockholm?
3: Um, honestly, for soap viewers it means that we should be seeing more people of color. I mean, we have people pop in and out, you know, normally they're, I don't know, lab techs on Young the Restless. Um, <laughs> they love their or, lab techs. <laughs> or their models on Bold and the Beautiful. That's how they can skirt around that. Um, they'll bring in someone for a short arc and then they're gone. I feel like they need to have people of color, especially in the writing aspects, because if you watch Young, the Restless, you'll know some of the dialogue is trash. Um, You'll be sitting there, you'll be like, oh, like when Devon wasn't going to get his money back after Colin stole it. There is no black man. Let's back up. There's no black man or black woman in America that's going to give up billions of dollars without a fight. That lets you know there's no black people behind the scenes writing this stuff like okay. something you're just sitting there you're, it's like that meme it's just not realistic that's what it is so this is why they need people of color i mean let's keep it real the closest we came to young and the restless actually being truthful to latinos is when they straight up had mia snatching absolutely yes. that was the most realistic uh, thing uh, i saw I I in since yes. they got there and mia was a real MVP. they need to bring her back because
0: you know me you, so much
3: she was so much better than the rest of the of the whole family and I said what I said I don't care. She was she the was best person the out
0: thing. there. She was the closest thing we had to a new age Jill Foster on the show. I mean, she came from a working background. She wanted to be at the rich parties. You know, she was begging her husband, "Take me to the athletic club. Let me see this person and that person." She was whooping Abby's ass, okay? Uh, <laughs> but you know, it it's very concerning to me because, you know, and I discussed this when Alan tweeted something out. All of our shows are ran by white men. Every single daytime soap is ran by a white man. Sure, we have Albert at Days, but he is not the final say so, not by a long shot for that show, sadly. And <laughs> Alan, for a genre that was created by a woman, the dear Erna Phillips for women, you know, even though we're men who watch these shows, it was created for women. Do you think it's problematic that, one, there's not a single person of color who won, runs one of these shows, and two, there's no women who run these shows?
1: Yeah, so if you want to take something to ask for, period. Because black women, are the demo is keeping white, are number one for decades now but you don't really see that behind the scenes or in front of the scenes. It's bullshit. Brian James won a freaking Emmy for his work last year, and I don't see a major story for grim coming. And it's ridiculous. Why? And there's only like, what, like three black women writing it, like, script writers now. They aren't even like, I'm so see, so had writers writing in his lap. They're script writers. Michelle Bajan, Lynn Martin, and I think Charlotte Gibson. I think that's it. There's only three black women. If and
0: Susan Bajan is
1: still there. Is no, no, no. I think Susan Danby isn't there anymore.
0: Yeah, I don't oh, think over she's over. there anymore. I think she left like, what was it, 2018 or something?
1: Something like that, yeah. Only, only like three black women and soap, writing on soaps. So they're all script writers. They don't have any... Exactly. More line power, and any lad. It's ridiculous. I don't know if this versus the mandate is going to apply to Bowman Beautiful and Neon Restless. It should, because they desperately need some of diverse voices behind the scenes. Because Devon gets the most boring, cookie cutter shit, and Lola is, dumped Kyle over her fucking purse. The first. Oh, and now
0: she's, let's be clear, she's friends with the white character who stole her husband now.
1: Like, yeah, that's you know, really, really realistic, yeah. I know so yeah. many Latinas are like, like the woman who fucking took her husband's dick away from him. Yeah, realistic. Realist, realist A multi-millionaire
0: ever. dick, no less.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And, you know, the first thought, when I had read the initial article, which I believe was put out by The Hollywood Reporter, might have been Deadline, but when I read the initial article, my mind jumped to Sally Sussman's last in at The Young and the Restless, and how she originally wanted to do a very realistic police brutality story with Devon, where a white cop would have thought that he stole that car um, from the Newman Gala and would have shot him. Instead, he gets into a car wreck because of CBS's alleged pushback on a pre- police brutality story. Um, so. Rodrigo, what are your thoughts on the diversity push? And do you think it will make a change to the soaps?
2: I only have one thing to say. Victoria Raul, Victoria Raul, Victoria Raul. Victoria Raul said this 10, 12 years ago. She screamed for diversity at CBS. Screamed. Everyone made her look like she was the crazy one um, for even asking for such a thing. So now all of a sudden our CBS wants to be diverse and give 25% back to us. And it
4: sucks. Okay.
2: It sucks, oh, no. that, they 50, it it sucks that they couldn't
3: get it together. It sucks for they don't, couldn't don't get it together. They could not get it together. They couldn't they get it together while Kristoff oh. St. John was alive. They couldn't give us back our black couple they're gonna sit there and wait until it's too late oh look look at the episodes look the most popular episodes of all of the repeats that they're showing are the ones that have the winters on it
4: what
0: do you yeah well let's let's take it back to maria arena bell real quick when she introduced the character of sophia and cbs allegedly had to call her and stop her from naming that character something like a Shaniqua or, you know, something so damning and so stereotypical. Allegedly, they had to really take a bunch of meetings with her not to name Sophia something so idiotic.
3: How stupid are, let me be quiet.
0: Everybody's
1: How along. many meters like, oh, did it take? Miss you know, Phyllis. That was so racist. <laughs>
2: yeah. Miss, Ph- or, oh, you know, when Catherine had to yell. In the candy You're going to have Debbie Morgan, a black soap legend, in a script saying, Miss Phyllis. I-
3: but then again, when you think that, about it, Miss Sophia. Come on now, if you watch the color, that's Debbie. the first place my Brian went. My oh, I'm,
2: surprised went. That, <laughs> it, I'm surprised Debbie didn't fling that script in Maria's face because I would have been. I'm not doing it. I'm
0: not Maria doing sounds
3: stupid as hell. I can't with her.
0: Or, but, you know, well, my another big thing for me is you know, you look at The Young and the Restless's ratings history at the height of the Winter storyline, at the height of the Drusilla and Neil love and Olivia and Malcolm and Nate and everybody else and Keisha, the Young and the Restless achieved its highest ratings during that time. Um, When the heyday of Soaps was already starting to wane, you know, they were at an 8.9 with that storyline being in the forefront. And now you look at the diversity that Bill Bell built with the help of all those actors, with Victoria Rao you know, being a protege of Bill Bell. And you look at those stories fade away and also audience has faded away. You know, It's a little more than um, women going to work. It's a little more than O.J. Simpson. It's a little more than the writer's strike of 2008. It's a lack of not seeing self reflected in the shows you've invested years and years in?
2: Casey, you know what would make... I would be... I would take this diversity thing serious at CBS if they asked Victoria Raul back on the yep. other yeah And Period. notice you commented,
0: you know...
4: Blank, and if they yeah. don't... Period. And if they don't... If you, then don't you don't, know. you're
2: not... Si- I'll take a Antonio Lee Williams back whole time. I mean, come on, like...
3: I asked for yeah. the barbers back. I asked for, you know, I'm so when I say barbers, I'm saying on both shows, on The Young and the Restless and on The Bold and the Beautiful. Yes. I'm like, yes. you 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 need to come back. I'm like, um Ernie <laughs> Spears has been loyal to that show. Has yes. done all these things, all these stereotypically okay, you go had a black dude doing all the shady stuff, but okay. You know, That's the only way I'm go. gonna take
2: this seriously. That's the only way I'm gonna take you, this seriously.
3: Victoria wow. Rao was carrying younger the Restless. Let's keep it real.
0: Yes. I mean, she that it is on why her back for watch 20 for years. I mean yes.
2: you know, I a lot you, of people did you, watch
0: for her. If you yeah. get
2: Drusilla climb that mountain back to General City, <laughs> watch
0: watch,
2: those, watch,
0: watch those black people roll
3: back. Watch everything. Yes. Buddy, come back, you well, will I, I can back. see the re the so return promos
2: yeah. for Drusilla, the all magazine covers would be hot. for her return. Back. Come on. That's the only uh, one that takes this seriously. I, that's all uh, I gotta so, say.
3: So I mean we need some Asians. Her. We need some Asians
2: on <laughs> the Bring Bergman, Timo back. Okay. Bring I wasn't Timo, even gonna yes. go there, but yes. Peter Bergman, I'm sorry, Peter Bergman. CBS show Peter be Bergman,
4: I don't get it.
2: Okay. Just let it happen, doing, Peter. Kimo. Shut up. Good dog,
4: God, damn. <laughs> so basically,
3: we need. So basically, we need Drusilla from over the waterfall and Kimo from where? Where did Kimo even? Right behind
2: to? her. Right behind her. I want. So I want Kimo him. and Drusilla were both hanging over there the you waterfall. Go. They they, be they met and they married. <laughs> They're born yeah. now.
3: They had a waterfall meetup.
1: Yes. <laughs> so um, they have a baby now. Kimo, right? Glad. Drusilla's Kimo's baby.
0: Um, I wanted. Victoria Rowell's overall comment, because Victoria Rowell did put out um, an Instagram post about this. Um, And she said, finally, as many know, I fight the good fight for um, executive C suite, um, hashtag diversity and hashtag inclusion. Um, The unadulterated backlash for daring to help the company diversify to speak out when it was unheard of to campaign about anything close to hashtag Black Lives Matter. Behind the cameras was met with an aggressive attempted suppression. Um, I never doubted this day and more to come. So we have a very hopeful Victoria Rao who is hopefully going to see her fight pay off in some way. But, you know, again, I have to echo what Rodrigo said. The only way to truly trust it is if you show us you mean it. And Victoria Rao, in my opinion, echoing what you all said, is the way to do that. Because out of anybody, there is no Y&R character I can think of more that every single viewer wants back than Drusilla Winters. She's like the number one. Sure, we want, you know, like, having Casey Reed back would be great. You know, having like a uh, David Kimball back from the dead would be great. Think would be about- great.
2: Think of the possibility drusilla comes back and everything has changed in genua city neil is dead yes. and that alone for her to come Aaron back no yeah and all the things she's missed since she's been gone like that, that story alone will drive her
0: daughter's divorce her son getting yes. his hearing back i mean yes She's probably building uh, <laughs> yeah, Somebody look, I mean, Drusilla would be up there saying, Look, this Aussie motherfucker is gonna get checked real quick.
2: <laughs> and I know for a fact when Drusilla was there, she would not have been tolerating. Oh, 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 oh yeah, Drusilla she would have been me. She would have hit a hated him. She would have definitely have said, a "Look,
0: <laughs> Olivia, you know, after I kick some ass, Olivia can fix them up real quick." But then they need oh, to. No. Leave.
2: <laughs> oh, she would have been on. She would have been on Hillary's ass. Oh, oh God, I just, we missed. The I fights so, with her oh, and Hillary oh, would have been so Michelle good. Michelle Morgan, Michelle <laughs> Morgan, and Victoria Raul in scenes together would God. be amazing.
0: And after like I mean, what Hillary did to Neil and. Oh, oh. God, I can just, you know, oh damn, we missed so much story potential, but you know, it's still there. And CBS it, this this is it. I'm sorry. You know, you really have to put up or shut up. I don't care the accusations that I believe are truthful that Victoria Ralph spoke up about because at the time she was allegedly working for racist, and i don 't care what has happened in the past of her going after you guys deservedly so the time for change, you say it 's now, but then it needs to truly happen Crowley. so well, you know until then, uh, continue to support Victoria Rao. listen to her awesome new podcast, which I absolutely adore um just support the fight for change. And, you know, so we've talked about The Young and the Restless. Let's talk about this with The Bold and the Beautiful. Um, We did a little bit with uh, Delon Demetz being cast as Zenday. But what else can we see from The Bold and the Beautiful for it to change? Alan, what do you think we need to see from B&B?
1: Hey, okay. uh, I, I think they should pretty much throw out that past like year start over, basically. Mm. I want uh, Avon's back, could fucking die. I want uh, freaking leave over Stephanie to end as a trial, uh, trial for, for, forever, 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 never again. <laughs> they, they bring in some other girl to over Liam's sick of hope. I don't care, I don't want to see that again. Or kill Liam off, it wouldn't be that much of a loss. I love Scott Clifton, but Liam him die. Nope, and Beautiful Software would celebrate.
0: Well, that that's good that you love him. That, that's fine.
1: <laughs> he's good actor, he's cute, all that, but Liam him die.
2: I don't want to call him Mosley, but. Like yes, number one yes. number one. I want Carla Mosley back. That's number one. Number two, I want Brad Bell to acknowledge that there are gay designers in LA. God damn it. Like that's <laughs> we need some yes. more gays, maybe
0: on the I want people. him here's the thing, you know what? I forget about that. I want him to acknowledge the power of Michelle Valjean in this job. Okay. Okay. You know, okay. I want Make her head to I'm have a head seat writer. at the table you know he's never gonna do
2: that he will look never what make we her saw head on
0: ambitions right. i mean my cool. god ambitions with cool. her lord he's i'm never gonna cold. make her head right i mean
3: black he will literally like sit this. there he will literally sit there You will have to pry that pen from his cold hand.
1: He will (laughs) never give up, head
3: writer. But I feel like he should give her an expanded role. That much I do think, and I think that's what he should do.
2: But I'm
0: like
2: I'm like head writer with
0: co-stakes. You know, you can't do a Patrick Mulcahy where you say he has a lot of stakes, but also allegedly tear up his scripts and replace it with something new because you don't want to discuss deep-rooted church conservatism. You know, if you're going to make Michelle co, make her co in every sense of the word. Make it a partnership where she can go, you know, Brad, Black people don't say, gosh, gee willikers, you know, Nicole. Let's grab Gidget and go down to the surfing beach, you know. And and he should be listening when it comes to stuff like that.
4: Don't nobody know Black people like a Black person. So there it is. And Patrick Mulcahy, K, he needs to be over at YR. The Josh Griffin can still kiss my ass. That shit gonna still be boring as fuck when it come back. Oh,
0: I know. We gonna see it come back, Lord. I kinda, you know, I kinda like miss the Young and the Restless, like new episodes, because it's my favorite soap of all time. But at the same time, I'm like, remember what we left it, the state that was left in. So.
1: Answer. Yes, <laughs> Ugh.
3: it's the totally only thing boring. i was excited about the only thing i was excited about on young the Restless was summer and kyle that was like it there was Here no drama yes. no excitement at least we were getting some fire sex scenes i'm like what, I'm like, well, what i did, what, I, did what do I, see where, I did want to see
0: where i did want to see where sharon's cancer was going because it my
2: was one wish, my one wish of young and the restless just make michelle morgan's Amanda, just make her let's turn her back back to Hillary because I don't like this Amanda please, character at all. Please, <laughs> I want Hillary. Please. Back. I don't care what you say, I don't even care how you do it. This Amanda character is not working for me at all. And well, I don't know. People, Morgan,
0: like but... people get on me when I have suggested like my very days of our lives plot line to where like she was like brainwashed or had amnesia or something and this like persona was created for her but at the yeah, end of the day
2: say, just say she was switched at the last minute they switched uh, Hillary with the real Amanda in the wedding dress whatever and Hillary was taken and then yeah. this girl and, or you know what you could do is Amanda.
3: even better and a little bit more believable than that would be if you said you remember when hillary was all drugged up in the cabin
0: they yes, it yes. The if you're gonna make a this, with her, her twin yeah history. her twin sister and so
3: yeah. she would have right got switched out at that point and then i mean because then the other thing that they could have did would have been like when nate first came on or even when elena came on i said when elena came on it could have been that hillary was the real hillary was in a facility somewhere where Elena was a nurse and she needed money for her student loans yes. so Devon paid off.
4: Come
1: and on, then, G.
3: you know, she could have known that she was there and then she'd be feeling guilty because she all bumping it with Devon but she knows that his wife is alive. Hello. That's way more dramatic. That's what I would have went for. Way more plausible. You know, Nate could have mm. had a hand in it and switched her, you know, when Hillary was dying. You remember when the other doctor was wanting to do stuff to Hillary in the hospital yes, Dr. and Neville Nate said that he had it? Not, yeah, no, not e- I'm saying not even then if you don't even want to go that far back when Hillary first went into the hospital after Lily was recklessly driving you know and that doctor was saying that she needed to wait and not you know whatever and and the other not attractive but not as attractive Nate was like no I got this and he went in to do <laughs> that surgery <Mama> Nate,
0: <laughs> Nate,
3: Nate could have Nate injected her with some type of drug or the same drug that Dr. Neville gave her Put her into a coma we never actually saw hillary's body hello she could be in a facility somewhere and then I'm just you saying.
0: reintroduce <laughs> olivia and you reveal that olivia has been taking care of her and every day olivia has been battling her moral compass like you know do i tell the devon that hillary's alive do i do this do i bring her back to genoa city and
3: and then be like, okay, I wanted to wait until I knew that it would work. Like, you can make make yeah. the villain in this Ooh. case and say that he injected her with the drug. And he was like, yeah. I wanted to make sure that it would work first because I didn't want to get your hopes up. And so then, you know, Devon and Elena would probably, I mean, we could be Sunset Beach style. They could be at their wedding reception and then she throws the bouquet and then Hillary catches it. I mean, come
0: on. Remember when like, Gina Tanya? remember when Gina Taglioni entered Wyandar as Phyllis in the church and those doors busted open and she took one wing. look at Sharon like, hey bitch, I I know what you did. And then she fainted. Like that is soap opera. And you know, I, to their credit, and I really liked their short stint at Wyandar, you know, Gene Passanante started the whole Devon Hillary thing. And, you know, since then, up until Hillary's demise, it was an against all it's odds crazy. love story. And if you inject that very soapy resurrection of that character, then it would continue the against all odds love that they were built on. Um, the problem with Amanda. Is, with the pro-
2: yeah, the problem with the Amanda thing is Devon doesn't even care. The Amanda, it looks like, he'll, like they don't even interact with each other. That is the huge problem with that storyline. And in the Elena character, yeah. she's. She, oh, she's, I boring. love Britney Sarpy, but she's boring as fuck. She's boring. Like, she, she boring. has nothing to do. <laughs> she, they haven't done nothing. She has no personality. They paired her up with Devon. I still I like her, get, though. You know what I mean? And I get, I get Brighton and, and Brittany, and they're dating in real life. I get that, and it's cute and all that, but you don't do anything with them. They're, they're boring couple. There's nothing going on. Amanda doesn't even care. Devon doesn't even care that Amanda looks like Hillary anymore. Like, it, He should be obsessed with this weeks worth. That was two weeks worth of
0: plot. I mean, like... He really should be obsessed with her. Yeah. Should have been obsessed. They never, like, addressed it. And I hate it that they never addressed the Phyllis-Hillary friendship. You know, Michelle Stafford, you know, as Phyllis, was just like, oh, you look familiar. Would you like a martini? She didn't even say, like, oh, my God, you're my best friend who died and I cried at your bedside as you flatlined as Gina Tangioni. Um, you know, sorry I was four feet shorter then, but you know
1: they well, yeah, No, it's like, no it's like the whole place no, she no. didn't have been, basically because it was a different Phyllis. Someone the staff saw is and not, us viewers. And the staff
2: is right and the staff
0: she's still not doing anything on <laughs> the yeah. It's so weird you say that because somehow, <laughs> once again, Stafford and Case got caught carrying the show on their backs, but nothing to do, which was very weird. Like, once again, you know, they were like, let's just play them every day, but with no storyline. Um, like,
3: whose who stupid-ass idea was that? You need to be on unemployment, okay? <laughs> like, straight but up. Her, you, you know, I
0: love And I feel like, you know, this isn't even an Anthony Marina situation anymore because I have a feeling he's involved in a lot more, like, budget, like, let's build this. Like, I feel like Anthony, and I could be wrong about this, of course, because none of us are flies on the walls there. But to me, Anthony Marina seems as though they just tell him what to do and somehow he makes it work. They're like, oh, we want this set. You're going to get it built. Do we have the budget for it? Yes or no? Meanwhile, you know, you have Josh with his co-executive producer credit, and I feel like he's the one taking the meetings. He's the one doing everything else. And, and that way, it's created too much power. And this was a problem I had with Mal Young, too. They always say, never, ever give somebody on a soap the head writer position in addition with the co-executive producer credit. Yeah, he got too much Because power. it's too much, too much work. You know, and yeah, I that like too though, burnt out.
3: Now, though, I feel like with the whole Viacom thing, there's someone in between. There's a go-between. There's someone yeah. in the middle that is, I feel like Josh Griffith, like, I think it's going to come out later on that his hands were tied about a lot of stuff, and that there's someone oh, further yeah. up the yeah. chain in him that is either changing his stories, altering it, or, you know, doing whatever, putting their little two cents up in there, and they probably never even watched a day at a day time in their life. That's yeah. normally when it happens, whenever Steph is just this messed up. Because I refuse to believe that he wants a show this boring. I really Josh just... Josh Griffith has
0: never been boring. He's been over the top dark sometime, but he has never been boring. Never been I boring. Mean, and that's why I'm saying Sunset there's somebody Beach, else he involved. co-wrote, My God, he co-wrote Marty's Gang Rape on One Life to Live. Josh has never been short of something fast paced and interesting. Sure, he got burnout at days. That days of our life's 50th anniversary was not my cup of tea. It was too dark and gruesome. It was all but at the same time, Josh will always bring something to the table. You may not like the mashed potatoes that day, but at least he made them and he didn't forget the gravy on the side. You know, but this, you know, and you can see that his stories have been changed. We were supposed to get Lauren and Jack. Where is that now? They introduced Mallory for two weeks. We, in my opinion, I really don't think Josh would have made the decision to get rid of Gina Tognoni. You know, even though they did that big interview where they were like, oh, we wanted y to be y again. And, you know, that's why we wanted staff back. I think at the end of the day, that was CBS doing their casting war with GH saying, Haha, we got her back. You lose. Big,
2: big mistake. Because...
0: Josh Griffith basically started Gina's career. I mean, he helped craft her going into Soaks. And so it's hard for me to believe that he was the one at the end of the day who wanted Stafford back for nothing. His last couple of cents was piss poor to me. I don't care. But they, there and was then still when something. And he made that
4: comment talking about how, Devon getting all of Catherine's money didn't sit right with him? Fuck, Josh. But that started under (laughs) Sally Sussman, though.
0: That started under Sally Sussman, however, where she said Devon should have never been made a billionaire or Catherine's grandson because he's lost his drive. So that didn't start under Josh. That started under Sally. So what? He went back and tried to
1: rewrite shit. I don't care. He wrote the original story where Vaughn became a billionaire. Yeah, was so, crazy. But there was <laughs> right. there was. I feel like when
3: Daniel Goddard did what he did and dipped the way he dipped, they had allegedly. to change the storyline. Okay, you can slap allegedly on there. I don't care. Um, I know what I know. They had to change the scripts. They had to change the script. You can tell by the way that it's written that there was way more to that story than what happened there. But... Just let the black people live in peace and don't take their damn money that that's ha- that's twenty five percent of your diversity right there okay I'm just saying CBS. you know
0: i when I had talked to a y and r writer um about a month after those carnival episodes aired um she was telling me that when everybody found out Josh was coming back, they all breathed a sigh of relief, and they were very excited for it um and so now you know it because you know your writers obviously saw a story bible of what you planned to do with the show i mean they have have had to because you know the head writer writes the thrust it's given to the breakdown writers then that's given to the script writers then that's given to the script editors so i mean you know obviously they were intrigued by something that has not popped up on screen
2: Everything. you know so
0: what was so <laughs> I mean and yeah. you know the playing of Adam 5 days a week and twice on Sundays and uh, no story for Michelle Stafford and it's too uh, much Lola liking summer and you know no story for Jack and uh, Chloe and Kevin and Chelsea being back when they didn't need to be brought back I mean
3: Chloe and Chelsea are the
4: same character, in my opinion. Yeah, like, are, I really are. can't tell the difference half yeah. of the time. So.
0: Willow and <laughs> they are the same character. Make a fucking yeah. To
4: me, Kevin and Chloe didn't need to be brought back. I never bought them as a couple. Kevin's always I did in Chloe the beginning. More than him. I didn't. The only one he's ever worked yep. with Jan is Janice Crazy Ass. Other than that, it ain't never worked.
0: No, so, he, so, worked with, I, he, worked he worked with Chris McKinnon. Podcast, and, um, but I Ignacio like Cericio.
4: I like Chelsea. Her bread and butter is app. See, do I don't kill feel that ever? anymore.
0: I'm not, I think Mark Grossman is a fabulous actor, but, and he has really shown his chops through all this material they have him with. But at the end of the day, I didn't feel like we needed Chelsea and Adam back together again. Now I'm actually craving for their characters to break up because I don't buy it anymore. I don't buy their against all odds love story like I have in previous incarnations. You know, I felt it when they lived in Genevieve's old mansion. I felt it when, you know, she was married to Justin Hartley's version of Adam. And, you know, she was like, oh my God, you're Adam, you're my husband back from the dead. I don't feel it anymore, though. Because they wasted Um, the first three fucking months of Chelsea being back, riding her out of care. That's why.
2: I'm craving for them to Adam.
1: I hate your ass. I'm going to sit on Nick's dick now. That's basically Chelsea didn't make sense.
2: I'm craving for them to leave. I said it. I they don't need to be back on this show anymore. Um, it's 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 that, weird. I mean,
3: like, yeah. I mean, Mark that's Grossman that's had better chemistry shit. with Sharon Case. He had they better chemistry this, with yeah. Michelle Stafford. He had better chemistry with oh, Michelle chemistry. Stafford than he does with Missy. Clarence, with Michelle know, Stafford,
0: sorry. oh my god. I mean, yeah.
3: they're. I mean, that they're never it. gonna go there. But. I, he, I'm saying in terms of chemistry he, you know he has it with just about everybody except the person he's supposed to have it with.
0: And that's yeah. depressing and you know I will say though I will say Melissa um, Claire and Mark Grossman have tried to make it work. I truly feel they have tried to give it their all and I love that boy who plays their son Judah Mackey, I believe his name is you know I think they've really tried to invest a lot because they're seasoned performers and especially missy i mean she's been around the block you know since all my children she knows how to do a soap but it's not working they're not sexy anymore and i have to say i don't think mark acts well in scenes with her you know when he's in different scenes especially with michelle stafford i feel like he wakes up more but I feel like you know he kind of snoozes through the Chelsea stuff because it's not interesting to him, in my opinion.
1: Interesting in to us. Either. Yes, we're talking <laughs> about Sharon Case, who is boy in real life. They should be let Congratulations, be let because let
0: me tell you, I swear Sharon Case could turn me straight. Okay. <laughs>
1: Gorgeous. Oh, I just want to say, I'm
0: just gonna be set in my ways. I
4: don't want Adam and Sharon together. I don't.
0: I don't care. I, don't I do. I don't mind. I, don't I, always, I always, I always loved their Roger Holly. <laughs> I dynamic.
4: don't.
3: No. I always I don't like don't. Sharon and Adam, so I don't care. I'm a Shadow no. fan. I'm not obnoxious about it, like some people. But I've always liked. But I've liked just about every pairing Sharon has ever had. So you know, it's yeah, not about a I liked Farmer
0: yeah. Sam back in the day. Sure. Nope, right. No don't bring it up. Don't bring yeah. it up. Nope, don't we don't mention. Up. We don't mention that dark time. He had more chemistry <laughs> with that sheep, and what always killed me. I talked to my mother about this too. I said, "Why did Sharon wear six-inch heels in bale of hay?" And I mean, uh the, best,
3: the, the same way Phyllis was wearing platform sandals at the beach base, some of us can do it, okay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: just
4: the best part see. about that time was when Sharon Case was temporarily brunette. I love that dark hair on
0: her. I prefer her I as a sure. I love that dark hair. And then, yeah, you, like know, you know, like Doris came up rolling up the driveway. and <laughs> Oh, that bitch. <laughs> oh, you know what? I actually like Doris.
3: The, if I had any, the only honestly wishful casting that I actually wanted on Young the Restless was, you know, to find out who Sharon's daddy is, because she's been daddyless since she came on. When I was knee high to a grasshopper, you know, and she's like Elizabeth I,
2: Webber. In the words, no of daddy. She like, she's like, she
3: is Elizabeth. She is Elizabeth Webber. Like, no, we dad. We hear Missed about the mom, parents. Really? We hear, we hear about the parents, but we never see them. We need. I mean, like, if I was gonna get it, I would get her dad. You know, I mean, I really want Drew back, but I can't get what I want. You know, I'm just, I just, they need to do something. They need to do a major hard reset on this show. And when they come back, they need to come back with some Asian people and some Black people. um, I
4: have
0: to say, you know, the last time I I was invested, the last time I was truly invested in Wyandar, and, uh, you know, when I say this, I don't mean don't bring this person back. But the last time I was invested in Wyandar was under Pratt. Um, that, I mean, to me, that was... At least there was
2: something going on. There was, yeah. He wasn't boring. Yeah, that was. Worse. that was the last as time as I was a convoluted, because, As convoluted as this shit was sometimes, at least he had you watching. And the ratings were huge. But I mean, is, they is, they is were huge. in
0: eight years. He had 5.5 5 million views Yeah, and, and Chuck, so. Chuck
4: Pratt is fine as long as he had the fucking leash on him. And, CBS and he the Angelica leash said on so he he
0: was that He was baby. You know, and And he's you know, a motherfucker he that actually made for... Victor
4: pay for his crimes. Victor yeah. sat in that jail for six motherfucker months for that Marco and the silly bullshit. He still got some young coochie, but you know.
0: <laughs> Alicia Coppola
3: Meanwhile Sonata. we still wait meanwhile we still waiting for Pet Sonny to pay for a crime on general hospital, but
0: well, we're not gonna go there.
4: You know, but I just anyway diversity. No, Sonny Sunny the sorry, way right. they make Sonny pay, they just shoot one of his kids or lock his claustrophobic <laughs> ass up for a week. That, that's or give him his
0: eighth vasectomy, you know. <laughs> oh, well, CBS, anyway. Yes, we need to see black people. Yes. Man. We need to see everybody on this show. We need to see gay. We need to see uh, Native American, Asian, black, anybody. Just to make trans, it
2: real. Trans. Trans. Yes. Yeah. Trans. You oh, stick on. up for
0: it, yes. Um, so anyway, Rodrigo, where can they find you on the Twitter?
2: You can find me at Rodrigo's World 81.
0: <laughs> and the always lovely and dashing Alan, where can they find you?
1: Yellow me Alice Rafa.
0: And the beautiful and absolutely just always stunning M-ticks, where can they find you in your black tank tops
4: ain't that a bitch I ain't even got one on today you can find me at the best eleven nine eight five talking shit
0: and my darling D where can they find you
3: you can find me being bold black and beautiful at TMZ TMZDD
0: and you can find me at Hutch And you can also find our show on Twitter and Facebook. All you have to do is search at the chat underscore podcast. And we will see all of you lovely listeners soon.
1: Vote and, and wash your hands. Mask. Wear a mask. Wear in a mask. The damn mask.
3: <laughs> wash your legs. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,